gentlemen to another jam-packed, star-studded. Um, I just want to say, you know, just jet or maybe other edition of the sometimey gamers. Like, you know, my, my running joke, whatever you guys have already seen, the amazing, the amazing legend that we clicked on every day. But hey, it's always new people, so we gotta get all the stuff out. Check out the new June playlist or whatever. By the time you hearing this one, it shall already be, you know, up for on this first week or whatever, you know, getting the stuff out. Um, of course, you know, um, hot mook summer, you know what I'm saying? We doing things all big or whatever. So make sure, you know, go get your merch. You know, if you ain't got the mook doll merch or summer, I mean, what you doing, baby? You know, so everybody going to have it. Like, like, don't, don't be that one guy without it. Come on, man. Let's, let's not be, don't be that guy. Um, <clears throat> Of course, join the Discord, you know what I'm saying? Join the Your Fam or whatever. Never forget because Your Fam, also, this guy, we're going to get him to talk about his Discord a little bit too. We're going to get all the stuff or whatever. It's going to be an amazing episode. I'm excited for this one. And I want to say, I hope that's everything we got. You know, if I if I miss anything, or whatever, maybe it'll come to my head towards the end. But I'm so excited to start this off and everything. So bringing up and bringing this in, we have. My fellow Jet, my fellow brother on the couch, you know, and not only just, just, I mean, a legend in so many different places and areas, y'all know him, y'all know, y'all love him, and we don't know what we would do without Chronic, if that's what you want, man, or Andretti222, what's goody, baby? What's going on, boys? What's up, bro? You hear that legendary beer crack, man. Come on. <laughs> Shit, you're right. How did I not pour up some already? I'm going to have to do that now as we speak. Uh, how we living today, man? How, how, how are we doing? You know, I, I feel like there's so much. I just want to get with this episode with you, whatever. And, and hey, man, we got to start this off with whatever. For the people that do not know you, how did we come up with the name? I mean, might explain both of it. I mean, I know personally where I feel like I know the name came from or whatever, but tell the people a little about a little bit about Andretti. And I mean, you could even explain the Chronicle or whatever. Or if it, no, if it, if it goes without two, saying, just, just the two things. Like one was a given name, essentially. Chronic was my name going back to college in my fraternity. When you join a fraternity, essentially you're given a name. My name was Chronic. Okay. Um, uh, and then Andretti's essentially real life name. And it's what everyone knows me in like real life for from like after college and shit. So when I started streaming and stuff and like real life friends were the ones that initially pushed me to start streaming just because they wanted to see my games and shit in a, in a tournament I did with Aqua. So like I felt like I needed to change my name because I needed that familiarity for what everyone really knew me as, you know, since that time. So Chronic, I've had that Twitch forever. A lot of my OG handles go back to, to that, and I'm known for that, too. But it was just kind of like bringing both worlds together, essentially, in a world, you know, in a sense. Love that, man. Love that. I, matter of fact, that's, that's funny you mention that because I'm just hearing the stories of your origin with, you know, like, you know, pretty much you was, you've been out here in these streets for a while or whatever, but it took just being like, yo, who's this guy? He's kicking ass or whatever. So I guess that goes into, you know, we're going to talk a lot of it, a lot about the show, or whatever. So just kind of just, just in particular, talk about like, what was the tournament where people was like, yo, we, we need to see the man behind like the games right here or whatever. So before all that, you know, I've been in, uh, I've been in the Twitch streets and shit like that and just supporting like at the time I had like, I don't even know, like 60 K channel points in major mango stream. He was like the first one that really, I was floating around Twitch for a while and then uh, someone raided Mangoes and he was the first one that really made me like 
hop on every time he streamed and so on and so forth. And then that really just dove into the community. I just kind of flooded from there and was watching everybody. And then I would, anytime I would run into everybody playing the game myself, because essentially I would do the anti-flank Thomas, which would be like, I would just watch people and play at the same time, which is what I thought, you know, people did. And uh, <laughs> I would just fucking, you know, when I, anytime I'd match with a streamer, I always had a principle, like, I just don't want to hear shit. So, like, I would join the stream and say, good luck, whatever. And then I would dip out so they could never say something, even though it's fucking possible to, like, stream snipe and bullshit. But I would dip out and then I would dip back in and just, like, shoot them a follow and, like, you know, start watching them a little bit. So it just kind of grew. And then I never planned on streaming. I never wanted to, like, invest in the setup and this and that, whatever. And uh, I honestly didn't think of fuck people watch me play, you know what I mean, to be honest. And uh, I didn't think I could focus like that. My number one thing still is, like, I can't talk and play at the same time. Like, there's hella props for G's that can. There's so many people. That's one of the biggest skills you can't even front. But uh, so, like, uh, Scuffy, Scuffy had a BR tournament last year towards the end of the year. It was 2v2. Um, I partnered with Aquafresh and then I had some boys that like back home, I got into the game for the first time ever during the game cycle, like the end of the game cycle. And, uh, they were like, yo, we'd love to watch you play that tournament though. And I was like, ah, the only way you'd be able to do that because it's going to be featured, but no one's going to fucking feature my stream is, uh, <laughs> uh, if I, if I fucking do it, you watch. And they were like, yeah, can you do that? So I just fired up without a camera. And the funny part is we went undefeated and lost by one point. And it, the one thing that sucks is like we even on replay showed that I scored the run that should have gave us the time point, but they called the dude out at first. So we still wow. won the game, but I needed that one extra. I needed to win by one more. And Zanino actually beat it out. It was crazy, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> all my games, I think we won six of them. Like four out of six, I won on walk-offs in the last or in extras. So whereas that probably held us back because I didn't like go off or get them to quit or whatever, like that gives you extra points. Like uh, it definitely made for a really entertaining stream for any of the random people that were in there. And um, <clears throat> I did have a bunch of people that were, even if I only had say two, three, four at a time, there were people that different people that kept popping in and like seeing that and being like, oh shit, bro. So after we did really well, people that were there were like, yo, what's your stream schedule? When's your next stream? And I was like, oh, I'm not like doing this again. I did this just to like, you know, you know, for whatever. And uh, they were like, nah, nah, stream schedule. So the next day I was just at like Publix or some shit. And I was with my friend and they were like, yo, that went really well. Like you should get a camera. And I'm like, no, I'm not copping a camera. And like, even if I do stream off console, it's pretty whack. You know, I didn't know about light stream and stuff that I use now. And, uh, they were like, yo, going to GameStop. I'm like, I'm not spending 70 bucks on the camera. So we walk in and he goes, yo, how much is a camera for PS five? And he goes, someone just traded one in. We'll give it to you for, there was like 43 bucks or something like that. And I was like, motherfucker. I was like, I, I got exactly right. Whatever. So, we copped it, we popped it in, and whatever. We've just been honestly going ever since type shit. I, I like that and everything, man. And, I, and I, like, you know, I always say in these, um, you know, you know, people be like, oh, you know, they're not interviews or conversations, you know, but it's an interview, man, whatever. Anywho, though, like, w what I say, and, and not this is no, nothing on anybody else or whatever, man, but like, it's kind of it's, it's it's really interesting to me when it's like oh yeah you know so like when everyone in because I feel like the best thing about this community or whatever is like we all look out for each other right and to be like you know because like for example when you first came in or whatever and like you know of course I know the story now but at the time I was like yo you know what I'm saying like yo dude has like you know not not even that many followers you know if you people don't I don't look into that crap you know a lot of people do but I'm like yo everyone is speaking like yo this is the god man you know what I'm saying like word up and then you know I'll never forget the first time I watched you and I was like he hasn't lost in like 12 games 
he, he just has it. And then, you know, literally, you know, we're going to get into a little bit later on, too. I remember he started off this season at, like, 15-0. and 0, yeah. And, you know, like, never, like, you know, the cocky guy or just, you know, so I'm shitting on you. They're always humble, always no, having sucks. a good time, always fun. But just even like the first thing or whatever, like, you know, you like everyone was like, yo, you know, Andretti, man, like da da da. And, you know, it, like, eventually I was just like, you know, I, I I appreciate and just love the fact I was like, you know, Andretti's like, you know, fuck with Moog, man. So I just I, I just want to throw that olive branch out there for you, bro. You know? So like honestly, I guess there's some shit I wanna say if we're gonna get up to that. So like to bring up to like date in a sense, like to where we're talking about right now. Two things that people don't know about for the most part. A I guess I'll touch on real quick is it's kind of funny. It's like when people say I'm cracked and this and that, and like, like, this is the funny part. So, all right. I used to be fire mad and I did my thing in competitive Madden, like at least in the squad streets with my teammate, we would, we did really well, but uh, Madden fucks with your sanity, man. So I had, uh, <laughs> just, I just switched, you know, I've been playing that for literally probably 20 years on, you know, like money circuit shit, like even on the underground. And, um, I, I just went to the show, man. I just like throughout all my years of gaming, like baseball is my favorite sport. Baseball is the funnest game, like all the shit like that. I had no intentions of anything other than firing up, like, honestly, like online mode teams versus teams. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and then that, like, I'm so used to ultimate team. Like I, I finally bit the bullet and tried DD and, uh, you know, you know, I had no idea what I was doing last year and I was playing on a 55 inch TV and it's funny. It's like hella boomer moment because I could definitely consider myself a gamer and so on and so forth. I've never lost that, but I've definitely lost the like super time involved, like competitive spirit and all this other shit. It was more like something before bed after the club and shit. And, uh, man, like finally, like I'd say three quarters way through the year, I just hit like a mental point because everything, everything's, everything's mental to me, man. No, no matter, even if you're having fun or whatever, like time is money. Right. You know what I mean, you want to make sure whatever you're doing with your time, like you're either enjoying or you're getting whatever out of it you want to get out of, you know? So I was probably like 30, 40 games over 500 after like six, 700 played probably with on a 55 inch TV. And the game was so ridiculous on outlier. I finally hit a point where I was like, all right, this is the thing I'm going to either, I'm going to get a monitor and it's either like the big difference maker or it's not. And I'll know at least, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, bro, the, the, the week I got a monitor, I finally made my first world series. I've got my first flawless. And I, and, uh, like I, I was beating actual streamers and like, I beat a top 50 guy and it was just like, holy shit. Okay. Okay. Like now we're fucking talking. This is, this is all you needed was, was a monitor. And that's what I was telling you. Like, so that's one thing. And then, uh, the second thing actually is kind of funny. Like what people don't know is I guess, they think like my stream blew up and all this other stuff because of so on and so forth reasons. Yeah. Right. Kind of, I think early I did go on like a two flawless in a row, like 24 and oh run or whatever. But, <laughs> Honestly. Before, but before that though, as I was going for it, it's kind of funny. Like I'm not too active on Twitter and stuff. You know, I, I like kind of stay in my own lane in this a little bit, but uh, obviously I, I outreach and do like leagues and tournaments and try to do more. But, um, I had tweeted this team because last year, what I actually think I had the best skill at in BR and uh, I'm not a BR player. This was just like end of the year game cycle shit. You know, when everything really started for me, uh, like streaming being known, um, I literally posted, like, I don't think you can literally draft a better team. Like the team had like 87 or 88 power and like every single spot was jacked or had a platoon. The bench was stacked. The pitching staff was insane and like playful and a bunch of other big BR guys were like, shit, like Ray cheesy or like that team is insane. So I'm like nine and zero with it on a late night run and I match up with ghost of snowman. 
And I noticed that he didn't have a flawless banner. So he pauses and he's like, yo, what's your run at? And I was like, LOL, this is that team I posted. I'm like nine and oh. And he just unpauses and like, he goes, all right, cool. And I said, yeah, let's just see what happens. So <clears throat> I unpaused and I noticed he didn't have a flawless banner. And I like paused again. And I was like, yo, do you have a flawless? And he was said, no. And like, literally he said like, don't you dare quit or whatever. And like, by the time that message even went through, I had already quit. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, bro, like you'll have affiliate by this week or whatever. And I think I had streamed like for two days or something. I don't even know. <laughs> and like, sure enough, like by that fucking Sunday or whatever, I don't even know. Like I had full affiliate and started having, you know, like people know who I was and because people that knew, you know what mm -hmm. I did, like they, they, they really appreciated that. You know, they saw the principle and that's, I'm just a man of principle. Right. So like I had the people that knew and then the other people that didn't kind of felt, you know, fed the vibe off the people that did. So that's kind of what really kickstarted everything was really, to me, I wasn't that, that was no strategic thing. You know, that just ended up being a real recognized, real type moment. But that's essentially what happened. Like I, I wanted fucking ghost to go get his first flawless or whatever. I don't give a shit. Big, big shout out to Wost, you know, as I call him or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Big shout out to CZC, like always. Um, to switch things up just just a just a little bit, bro, because you kind of touched on something or whatever, and I was like, oh, oh I got to catch that or whatever and ask him about that one. So, you know, like you said, you know, baseball is your favorite sport or whatever, but before I ask you about, you know, like, which is going to be a little, it's going to be like a, you know, a little bit after, you know, your, your, your Mets and everything, top of the NLEs, it's not going to be there forever, but anywho, um, was there any, like you said, you, you played like competitive Madden for a little while or whatever, you don't do that anymore, you know, you, you actually like life and enjoy it. Were you ever... Was there ever any thoughts or whatever, I guess recently or whatever, to go back and play Madden on stream and or have you ever been like a 2K guy, like anything? No, nah, not at all. I mean, uh, definitely don't ever, ever, never once question going back to Madden. When you make a decision for a reason, you make a decision for a reason. And uh, the last time I played 2K was in college when we would all play for fun, you know, all, all sports and just like bet amongst friends and shit like that. That's all. But definitely if I want to, uh, you know, A, I don't. The only other one I, like, really enjoyed was FIFA. Like, Pro Clubs is probably the most fun mode I, I played back when we had, like, a fire squad. We used to have a top 10 Pro Club squad. Um, but um, besides that, like, I, I like dedicating myself to one thing and just getting as good as I can at something. And then besides that, like, I really do love MLB. So for both reasons, there's no reason I want to uh, honestly even really dabble in anything else. Not even necessarily um, NHL. You ever played anything with that? I mean, I know someone's so, been getting on my case or whatever about the Rangers, you know, and I, I got to be a crow. You know, I, I, I have played enough. all these back when I played more. I, I, I enjoyed playing the, I guess you'd call them more like the my player modes, you know, where it's like uh, pro clubs and FIFA and EA SHL or whatever it is in NHL. Like right, our right. group would have a squad and all those and we'd kind of rotate around. Um, but besides that, like after that, I went back to Madden and played nothing but Madden and swapped MLB and played nothing but MLB. Okay. I feel it. I feel it, man. Um, like for the time that most people have that, like back in the day as a kid, you did to me at least where like, you'd want to be like, all right, fuck it. Let's pop GTA and ah, fuck it. Let's pop this in and play some apex or whatever. Like I don't right. have that mentality. Like I just like, I have my personalities like a MLB is my favorite, but I also I just want to be as good as that as possible, and I want to just nonstop like I don't know get better and just like it kind of reminds me of I don't know how I was in real life when I played and shit. So I don't know I just I just kind of dedicate myself to to the one to one to the one thing right now. 
Okay, well, so you just touched on something really great right there. I want to I want to go ahead and jump right into that before I ask about the Mets in particular. So, um, you said you know it takes you to back in the day when you played. So, like, bring us back in time or whatever. You know, like when did you get into baseball in particular? Did you play? How far did you go? Whatever, like high school, college. Uh, I mean, it's you just. Know? I mean. And what yeah, positions? I mean, basically for everything. My dad was a 9/11, so after for college, I just had to start. I went away to Florida myself and like worked full time and shit. I couldn't do anything after that, but okay. I was. Uh, I mean, my whole life, bro. I was, you know, since I can remember, whatever. I was a sports guy. It's New York City living. It's fucking a part of life and whole thing. You know, everything. I played was captain of the golf team, played football, baseball, everything. If you're in New York, you play basketball and hockey, and just you know, it's just it's probably as far as everyone else did for the most part until I had to quit for life, but at a higher level. Okay. I feel that. I, I do remember one day, whatever, when you really did discuss golf and everything. So, like, w- I guess, what was your first memories of golf or whatever? You know, you still keep up with it and everything. If you have a favorite golfer of all time or just I mean, now. Yeah, I, I guess Tiger Woods, obviously. But, I mean, as long as I can remember, to be honest, like, one of my grandfathers, it was just something he grew me with, too, so – just as one side was grooming me on baseball and football and everything else, the other side was doing the same, but golf too, you know? So it's been something that's always been a part of my life. See, I wanted to throw Tiger out there or whatever, but then, like, if I do, it's like, all right, Moo, that's a little <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I mean, all right, for, but no, I, I already knew that about you, though. The thing know? about that is, like, if you even really think about it, like, you know, you, you now have hit a point in basketball where you have a generation that thinks there's multiple greatest of all times, even though there's not, but you know, for whatever reason, the time, like there's been people that have made that impact and in golf, unless you're like pretty fucking old and watch like Jack in his heyday and stuff like that. There's, there's, there's there's nobody else. Like, you know, (laughs) you could be, you could be 55 or you can be, you know, six right now. And if you go like, who's the best golfer, they're going to go Tiger Woods. Like that joint wasn't PGA, whatever, blah blah blah. It was Tiger Woods, whatever the year it <laughs> yeah, was. For how many years in a row? Whatever you know, yeah. Oh yeah, that's insane know. to me. Yeah, you're right. You know, because Madden was not a player in theory. You know what I mean? It was a person they met, modeled a game after. Tiger Woods, I can't think about. It. Might be his only person had the longest standing like game in his name, if that makes sense, probably. Right, right. So I guess you know. um, we go to like a little bit of your New York stuff or whatever, man. I mean, I just are, are you like you Giants, Jets, like which 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 side was? Are you uh, with football? I kind of have. I don't. I'm born and raised in the Bronx, and I hate the fucking Yankees. How's that? So I'm. I'm <laughs> well, we're getting to that. We're getting. Um, we're getting. So I am ready to break that. In one the down. NFL, like, in the NFL, I'm a Dolphin fan. Always have been. Dan Marino, so on and so forth. But uh, I I support the Giants. Um. Football, I have a couple like alliances because that, since I have a lot of friends that, you know, may play on some teams and shit like that, I support them too. But it's not like, you know, I'm right, call myself a huge fan or whatever, this or that. Uh, hockey, growing up, um, I became a diehard Quebec, um, Colorado Avalanche fan when the Nordiques became the Avalanche. Okay. And uh, it was kind of like the Yankee effect with me. I just kind of hated how everyone loved the Rangers and Islanders and this and that. And, like, I always did like the Rangers, and I rooted for them. Uh, but, like, I'd call them kind of like how I liked the Giants. And then after everyone moved on, probably, like, the strike and shit like that, and the Avalanche to me were no longer the Avalanche. They weren't the, the 50 people I can name over the past decade. I just kind of faded back. And uh, my teams are definitely the Rangers and the Lightning. But I live down the block from the Lightning Stadium, go to more games for anybody but them. But the Rangers are definitely my number one team. 
which is interesting. understandable. Like, if you were just, if I was just that close to somebody, it's like, yo, how can I not be a fan? Like, where, yeah, you know, born and raised or whatever, you know, like, you know me, big Carolina basketball guy, and, you know, been living in Greenville so many years now, so I cheer for ECU baseball, whatever. My buddy's like, you and all this ECU stuff, where the hell does it come from? And I'm like, dude, I, I'm like two miles from the stadium. Like, this, this, I, I, it's this just, year now, you know? I, I would have lived in Florida the same amount of time I lived in New York. And I lived down the block from the stadium and going games here for 17 years. So, uh, you know, I mean, again, Rangers are still going to be in my number one team, but when they're not playing each other, I'm a big Lightning fan. Lightning looking pretty damn good right now, too. Also, uh, basketball, we could just skip basketball, man. I'm, I'm a saying, basketball fan, never, never but I don't even want to fucking, never, I don't even want to go on basketball. basketball. Yeah, fuck James Dolan. I look. I I, I want to touch a. I want to hit a. Oh, a, a, a I want to hit that right there. Oh, all right, man. Let's let's let talk, talk talk to us. Talk to the people about why you chose the Mets over the Yanks, man. I don't have like evil scum running through my veins. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't. I, I I ain't no I ain't no little sheep bitch that wakes up in the Bronx and thinks I gotta love the Yankees. I love the Yankees and I gotta hear every fucking neighbor talk about the Yankees and 190 this and whatever. I got respect and I respect a lot of shit, bro. That's one thing that never gets lost. Is I speak my opinion, but I still respect. But nah, I wasn't growing up in that field and fucking becoming one of those corn stalks, bro. I, I, that Yankee shit ain't for me. It's for the birds. I respect it to be right in there and being like, and then on you know top what? of it, to nah. be honest, I know I know that shit's changing, but National League Baseball is always better than uh, American League Baseball. So, but break that down for the kind of because you know, like, there's a lot of younger people that listen to this or whatever, and like now, you know, it's just kind of there isn't really a difference between the NL and AL, but like, I as mean, far as little, you know, me and you are a little bit older, so we remember like, yo, you know what I'm saying. So the funny part is to a lot of people, to a lot of people, it's so simple that it's not even a big deal, but I think it's actually a massive deal because it's actually pretty deep. I mean, there's several layers, several, several more layers of National League Baseball than American League Baseball. American League Baseball is load your lineup and pitch and give up four and a half runs. And if you have like a four, one ERA in the AL, it's not even a bad thing. You'd have a lot of aces that had that and shit, you know, and you just played slugger baseball. And if you played national league baseball, not only obviously is there no DH in the pitcher has to hit and there's way more small ball. There's more strategical baseball. There's sacrificing and, and hit and runs and stolen bases and all these other things. You, there's, I, I was a pitcher and everything, you know, like there's such a difference that gets so overlooked in the managing a lineup from a pitcher standpoint in the mm-hmm. NL versus the AL. If you're at the bottom of the lineup, let's say you're facing like the six hitter right now and you got a man on first, maybe one out, maybe no outs. You're thinking you're going to pitch maybe the six, seven hitter a little differently because you can then do something with the eight hitter go after the pitcher and like work your way out of an inning that could cause you some trouble or something like that. Where in the AL you're like, well, the nine hitter is fucking another leadoff. It's, it's a guy that could swing the bat. You know what I mean? Like, right. so, and I think it's kind of lost with this whole, like, Oh, pitchers are pitchers. Like I'm not saying they're hitters, but they're a part of the game and like them being able to get a bunt down or them butcher boying something or them, whatever, is a part of the fucking game. You know what I mean? I don't know. So it is what it is. And I'm not trying to even be on that or whatever, but it was just like as simple as I always loved nationally baseball and growing up in that era. I think it's a shame that it, I guess some people won't get to see that. And it's just going to turn into this slugger baseball in a sense. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. And I just think a lot of things that are kind of funny changes to the game that are like either speeding it up or doing this or that, like 
they're not actually speeding up. Like the one rule I actually think is retarded is the actual like intentional walk rule. Like why? Like that was so stupid. Like Joe, just tell the guy to go to first games are longer. I think <laughs> since then. and second off, like I even tweeted recently, like in the college game, I think recently, like a dude missed a, a ball that was supposed to be an intentional walk pitch and the hitter smashed it over the fence. Mm-hmm. A, a pitcher shouldn't be able to like, there's a sport, bro. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Like, what's his name? Lester couldn't throw a ball to first base. His ass figured it out. He'd run there or throw his whole damn glove. You know what I mean? Like, can he explain how a professional athlete can't throw to first base? No, but does it matter? He knew he had to play a sport, and he figured it out. I'm going to ask you something a little bit about that later on when we uh, get into the show just in detail. But I guess um, last things, last couple things I got about the Mets or whatever, um, two questions in particular or whatever, your favorite or you guess I guess your best memory with the Mets and then if you had like you know I mean a favorite player on this team currently or favorite all-time Met you know whichever one you want to talk about bro uh I mean especially living in New York City there it's kind of funny to pick this I guess but the Subway Series was by far the best memory because truthfully unless you lived in New York City during that time you can't understand the impact of what that World Series did to a city like a you have like the biggest city in America at least or some shit I don't know and every single person is so invested in this like everyone's talking to each other like you you literally can't walk by somebody on the street be on a bus a subway anything and not be talking about it with absolutely everybody and then every street corner had like people selling pictures and signs and like it was just it was the craziest freaking time in the world honestly and it was this during the subway series just what it did to new york city it was so sick um i don't know that's tough man uh you know, in theory, if I had to really think about it, I guess I would say Mike Piazza, uh, because I legend. Mean, yeah, I mean, the, 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 his trade definitely single-handedly changed the Mets because growing up, you know, the Mets probably weren't great most of my childhood. They were just like a really fun team who was an awesome underdog to root for, you know. And then as soon as we traded for Piazza, that kind of changed everything. And they built a team around them and the players that they built around them stepped up. I mean, that infield, I don't know. I, I think the record's probably been broken, but that was the best, I think, defensive infield of all time. And they all raked. I mean, you had Ventura or Donius, who clearly didn't rake, but his glove was arguably some of the best all-time shortstop ever played. Edgardo Alfonso, John Olerud, then you had Piazza. I mean, that infield was insane for sure. Shout out to Piazza. That was one of them joints or whatever where, like, I just remember, you know, growing up watching baseball, my grandma and everything. And like, you know, like by the time it would just come on other channels, ESPN, it's like, okay, I got a favorite player from this team or whatever. And Piazza was like one of the few catchers where I was like, yo, this dude's it, man, you know? It's probably the first time that I can remember um, being a Med fan in my life where uh, we actually got a player. And what I mean by that is, you know, uh, my favorite player of all time, Griffey. Griffey actually had a trade that the, they, Griffey was traded to the Mets. And Interesting. He ve- and he vetoed the trade. And then, you know, you had A-Rod who was coming to the Mets and then ended up snubbing him. And you just had all these, like, you know, my timeline might even be a little off, but at the end of the day, it was just, you know, as a Met fan, it's always this, like, holy shit, we might get dot, dot, dot. And it just doesn't happen, you know? And then the second we got Piazza, it was like, oh, my God, like, it actually happened. And then, you know, I, I guess I can pick a favorite moment. I mean, the Subway Series as a whole, but, I mean, my dad was nine eleven, like I said, and there was nothing like I feel like the Piazza home run on the first game back from nine eleven. 
that it had like there's there's sport you know certain moments in sports have like lifelong impact on people you know at the right. end of the day because they love sports but very few moments have impact on people beyond the fact that it was just a spectacular sporting moment you know what i'm saying like that exceeded that far exceeded just baseball when mike piazza did that it was like people cried because they had nothing to do with baseball and like it was crazy you know like to that moment it brings tears to my eyes it's kind of crazy but like that was like they had the shot heard around the world and that was like basically the shot heard around the world number two yeah right I feel like I got like three more crucial things to discuss before we get into, you know, just all things gaming, whatever. Which is the last one kind of like you just say MLB or whatever. Of course, you know what people know you for and everything. But first, man, you know, I, I just want to I, I got it. I, I wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be couch bros. <laughs> if we did not discuss this or whatever, man. Let's talk a bit of, you know, just music, man, hip hop in particular, whatever. Yeah, it, was, it, it was already one of the moments where I was like, yo, I like this dude. And then it was like, wait, 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 wait. I love this. Dude. I, <laughs> I came in and like, I was like, you came into the stream and I was like, yo, Andretti. I was like, yo, does that come from like, like, like Spitter? And you was like, what you know about Spitter? And I was like, bruh. And you were like, yeah, I've seen him like, cause I think I said, I seen him like one time for my birthday. And you was, <laughs> you've yeah. seen him God knows how many times. And yeah. I I was like, okay, he, I was like, you're legendary. You knew mixtapes. And I was like, okay, now nah, this dude's it. And then, like, the next stream, you're like, yo, mixtape Little Wayne shits on your favorite rapper, and we don't, and no one wants to talk about it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is my brother right here. This is my fucking brother right here. This dude. <laughs> and that was it, bro. I mean, that, when I went to college, it was probably the, the most transitionary period in hip hop, I would say, you know, like, You've had different transitions, I guess. You know, one would be like, A, it initially becoming popular and then like gangster rap and shit like that. And the, the East Coast, West Coast battles and like who's the best of all time, Biggie Tupac. And then you have genuinely like this kind of like, I won't say dead time, but where music with like rap was just the same. There was just like your favorite artist came out with an album every year, maybe two years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like and that's just like how music was like if you like Buster Rhymes Buster Rhymes drops an album oh, cool like we'll see you in a year year and a half like you know DMX drops his album cool we'll see you in a year year and a half you know what I mean like and then all of a sudden Lil Wayne comes out and Lil Wayne goes from some dude who is on the end of a juvenile song just with the most fire for no reason verse ever that is nothing but him going drop it like as i yeah wobbly wobbly make right. it, drop it like as i make it like are you see like it's he went from that to like the thing about Lil wayne is a i i'm big on people you know you're a new yorker you're i feel like you like lyrics and like Lil wayne could take this something that like he says and most people go like that is the stupidest fucking thing ever and it's actually like a triple entendre of brilliance and it's crazy. And he was like one of the first people to do that. And uh, like things he would say, like, oh, they call me by my new name featuring Lil Wayne. Like, right. Like what? Like he had fucking seven billion songs on the radio at the same time. If it wasn't his song, he was on the song. And if he wasn't on the song, it's because it was on the fucking country music radio station. You know what I'm saying? Or like one of my favorites or whatever, you know, my girl only fuck with one DMC. And you think about his initials, yeah, Michael absolutely. Wayne Carter. And I'm like, what? No, like, you know, like, he could literally be on a podcast for nine hours doing that. But like, so it was just, that changed everything. Why? Because now right. you didn't wait a month or two sometimes to hear 
a whole nother quote unquote waiting album when your other favorite artist you're waiting on is 11 months away from dropping his fucking, you know, it could be because of labels, could be, but that's just how the industry was. And right. for whatever reason, like he was able to do that. He changed the fucking game and like Spitters did the same shit. Like um, Spitter kind of carried that torch. Like Wayne did that on an industry level and Spitter did that on a underground level, you know? So it's kind of funny too, because you know, like I feel like most things that I'm most into in life, I probably didn't like it first. And then okay, I, then I liked, then I, then I like learned better, like beer and beer. I always hated beer when I was a president of fret, like they all drink beer. I didn't give a shit. I'd smoke and drink some liquor, maybe whatever. I didn't care. And then like, I'm the biggest beer guy in the world. Now I learned that beer isn't just the bullshit you buy at the gas station. Like <laughs> Spitta, I listened to because obviously it was on Wayne tracks and they were fire. And then I listened to some Spitta mixtapes or like songs and uh, I was like, all right, like, you know, like, I kind of fuck with him because some lines are hard and this and that, but whatever, I don't know. And then, like, I gave it up. And then, like, I don't know, maybe a month later, I did it again. And I was like, I was going on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to put his five first five mixtapes because what Spitta did was he had a Wayne deal. He was his first person signed to Cash Money, Young Money. And uh, he, they, you know, I don't know if you remember at the time. I mean, you probably remember, but this is funny. As the game was doing this, as as Wayne's dropping mixtapes, people are pushing everyone's album back. I think Kanye released, like, announced an album, and then it got pushed back eight more months, then released it again, and like, oh no, it's not coming out for six more months. And then they did that to the fucking Carter Three nine times. Remember, the Carter Three was coming oh out my, for like fucking two bro, years. Yeah, bro, wait, you know the Carter saying? Two session or the Carter Three all, sessions. In my and, opinion, it was yeah. all like strategical by labels. They were just like trying to nonstop get buzz for shit. You know what I mean? But one thing that's crazy is currency has what's forever be like a lost album is because he made an album called music to fly to and then he had to give it back because he dropped his deal like he said fuck it and he got out of his young money deal and went independent and then stories you know like just built a fucking studio in his fucking apartment you know like his fucking broke ass apart eating tostinos all day and fucking but what (laughs) he did was he he did the wayne thing and he just made a mixtape each month for five months straight then he did an album and like now he's on complex as a solo artist and this and that and just you know to this day like and that's one of the realest things so me i'm just the realest motherfucker ever you can ask me anything you're just gonna get the answer like and people either fuck with that or not and uh i mean he's just the same way it was kind of dope if we're talking about artists if you listen to his oldest shit when he went independent he would be like you know i'll never change i'll always maintain i'll always be me i'll always be the same just whatever and like dead ass like how many years later he is like you know it's insane to think about because it's like if you go back to like a you know a verse like where to like what he what he did on like where to cash at and then like i guess the first time i really was like yo I ain't heard dude in a minute, but like I like this cool, like I call it like the cool ass West Coast yeah. vibe now, but it's not even West Coast. It's you know what it's changed down it for me though? And that was on the song that changed it for me. When I listened to him, like I said, I put him on that road trip and I just listened, two things stood out immediately. Mm-hmm. A most of them, like he did like another Lil Wayne thing. He just took other people's beats and and did songs to him, you know, because it oh wasn't a big God, deal back yeah. then, right? But he took classic ass fucking songs, bro. He took Biggie songs and fucking Puff Daddy songs and like just the most classic songs you've ever heard. And if you ever hear that, it's kind of like the, it either goes one of two ways. If you hear someone take the same beat and make their own song to it, you're like, come on, man, what the fuck are you doing? And no matter how decent it is, you're just like, nah, they try to do it. Like the original is a fire song. Then the crazy part is Lil Wayne. If you hear how many beats, if you hear like the swag surfing beat right now, yes. what lyrics immediately pop into your head? Do Lil Wayne's come in your head? Or do the other beat? No, you know what I'm saying? So. 
currency like he takes those songs bro and he ripped them freaking can't load them. dog so and it was like holy shit reason, wait a no second you know like load. like one's called the good part and it's like uh old school puff daddy biggie song and you hear that drop you hear puff daddy and biggie bro and you're like nah nah don't touch this bro you know and he just fucking destroys it and rips it and like honors it and has so many lines that are just ridiculous that most people probably don't understand you know and it is what it is they have so. the balls to do that too just and then you right. said like with the west coast flow another thing was i listened to five mixtapes and they would be either by the same producer or different but like one of them had a total west coast flow and he said i recorded this in the lbc and then another one had a way more southern flow and he said i recorded this in new orleans you know what i mean like every right. single and that to this day every single like mixtape or whatever album has a theme for sure and it has to do with either where he did it or who he did it with or just you know whatever you know and he's just he wraps around real life you know like the best line he ever said bro because it's just true is like i made a million dollars rapping about what i did last night and you know, fake <laughs> shit. like it's just that's, that's it i didn't make a mill but that's all i do i just i don't fucking fake shit i just talk about what i did last night it's, it's the biggest fast man. I, I trust. I know, like, we, we got to come back and do a whole music. Like, I'm, I'm, we're going to review a fucking currency uh, tape or something like that or whatever on this pod at some point because it's just got to happen. And, you know, I always told you whatever, like, not only just, you know, obviously we have the same ear for certain things or whatever. This, I mean, I, I know you, you told me about your hatred for Drake and that kind of upset me. But regardless. Drake? What are you talking about? That wasn't me. Was, that wasn't you? Nope. Somebody came in and was like, yo, I don't like Drake. And I was like, bro, how you gonna hurt my nah. soul like that? But no, I was Drake's gonna say because funny, I feel like he came in on an era. Drake's funny because me and my roommates, bro, we had no idea he was gonna blow like that. We were listening to Comeback the, season. His, yeah, we were listening to Comeback Season. Yeah, and, uh, like Barry Bonds <laughs> and all that. Like we like we were just listening to that, and I'm the biggest Wayne head, and then I would hit him up because my boy showed me those mixtapes. Uh-huh. And like now he's on Wayne tracks, and I'm banging on his door, like, yo, 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 you gotta hear this shit. We're like, Whoa, Who shit, in the hell came in and so, like, didn't like Drake? I don't know. I'd be trash, God bless, you know. Nah, and I don't know how you hate on a dude no matter what that literally followed a tour bus with no money until fucking – I don't care if you said, oh, well, he had money. He had, was on a show. Like, you know what? He decided to spend it chasing a tour bus until they heard him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it worked. And I always say, hey, man, like a lot of people was like, yo, that's the guy from Degrassi. I was like, yo, fam, I never watched Degrassi. Like, until I heard, like, the first drone with him and Wayne or whatever, I, was, I had no clue who he was. <laughs> so when people were like, oh, that's that guy. And I'm just like, hey, bro. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of y'all faves or whatever used to do this or whatever. Pac, Pac was out here doing plays and shit. Niggas don't want to talk about it. But, hey, I digress. Was next, I digress. What's next on the list? Oh, you go <laughs> show. Say, okay, no, I know no. you're gonna like. I know you have like a, the show questions or some shit after oh, this. Course, so you're like, of course, of course. Um, I, I had to get music up out of there, man. And um, I guess yeah. This, we, this, we definitely have to. Pro- we'll probably do a full music cast for sure. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you some cool stuff. shit. I got. I got something. Something cool. I'm gonna save so we don't go nuts into for the big next bad, one. Big bad because you know, like I told you, your ear is incredible because you like you go from being up north in new york to like you know, that whole mixtape wave and like you know the, like you know the 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 prime of what hot 97 and all that shit and everything and then you going down south to florida and then you know you're catching like certain and now, and now like, yin yang twins you know? on the radio you know yeah you know what I'm saying? like shit was different so i got like you know we really going we gonna we gonna dive in that another day man but let's get into all things the show so right. let's let's go back a little bit or whatever so when was your first introduction to the show like where where where's your first MLB the show or was it even MLB the show yet 
is what I'm learning. I mean, sure. Let's if you want to ask me my baseball gaming history, bro. The first thing I remember was when I was I don't even know how young I had an NES because it was my dad's, and I had a game that was literally called baseball, <laughs> like dead ass. It's if you look it up, just Google NES baseball, and it's just the game was literally called baseball. That's what I played. Uh, then after that, on PlayStation, when that came out, I probably played all the I think there were triple plays. You know what I'm saying? I think they were triple play baseball. And then I think it was still PS2, bro. So my favorite thing was, you know, I didn't grow up with money and shit, but I saved up because I knew it was coming out. Like literally we finally got, I think it was like DSL internet or whatever the fuck that's called. That's not even like cable, but it's like the one that's not dial up. And, uh, I saved up and copped. It was called a network adapter. So you literally unscrewed the back of your PlayStation 2. There was like a thing and it exposed a port and you screwed this network adapter in it and you could play yes! uh, an Ethernet cord in the back. And you can mm-hmm. now, I played, I played SOCOM 2, Madden, and then the first I think I remember was MVP Baseball. So now this is the funny part. In MVP Baseball 05, I was number two in the whole world or on PlayStation, at least on place, whatever it fucking was. I was number two in the world on that game. And I played against the number one dude and I lost in the ninth one, nothing on a, on a shot. And, uh, he wouldn't play me again. And how that worked is like, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't take over like the spot in front of you if you're number two, unless you played him and beat him. So I just stayed at number two, but that shit was fire. That's to me the best baseball game ever, but like, uh, the most impactful game ever baseball wise, my favorite games ever is, uh, it was called Ken Griffey jr. Presents major league baseball on the super Nintendo. Now, I've never um, played this, but ever. I've heard of that. Yes, it's, sir. It's the fucking, it's definitely the best baseball game. Like, it's, it's obviously arcadey, you know, it's not like Sim, but that was the first one that to me, like, I remember playing baseball, but that was NES, and then Ken Griffey Jr. was insane, then the triple plays, uh, MVP baseball, and then, um, I, literally the show. I mean, I don't know what year it was or whatever, but I always had, I didn't play it online. I don't think, or no, I did play online, but I always played like teams and like might've done a franchise. I don't remember. You know, it was like, that was back in the day when we were, I was saying earlier, like you were playing multiple games, you know, I was playing your friends were on call of duty, you have on call of duty, then you have on grand theft auto and then you fucking, you know, whatever. So like the show was just another game I, had, you know, I would fire up and play, but I always, always played it. And right, then I quit right. for years, never played Diamond Dynasty because, like, you know, with life and shit like that, I always just stuck to one one game now, having the time for it, type, like, before bed type shit. And it was either, like, Call of Duty with friends or Madden. That was it, really. And then, uh, you know, last year was the first year I decided to go back to the show and play Diamond Dynasty for the first time. So, of course, we know how you got back in there and everything. Was Would you say there's a favorite year for you? Like, I guess of just thinking with the show. I mean, the thing is, like, I wouldn't even feel like I have a, like, I basically would consider myself almost like, this is weird. Like, I would say last year was my first year, and this is my first year, knowing what I'm doing. Because even though I played it back then, it was just like a casual, like, I had no idea. Like, I didn't play it. Interesting. Like, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I like I remember them, but I don't remember them enough to be like, oh, in 18, I really hated so much. How You know what I mean? Like, right, right. it was just another casual game. I wasn't playing it. Like, Madden was the one I actually cared about my record and took seriously. Call of Duty is the one I probably played with my friends all the time or were Dying Light or FIFA. You know what I mean? I don't know. We were always, just, it was just a massive game cycle back then, you know? So, I, like... In theory, I've been playing the show since it came out, but like I wouldn't even consider myself – I couldn't consider myself like a first-year player last year. And uh, like I, I remembered what a PCI was, and I always used analog to hit and shit. But, so it was enough. It was like riding a bike. It was like hitting your head and riding a bike for the first time since you were five, but kind of remember what you were doing. You know what I mean? Right. No idea about Diamond Dynasty. And then by the end of last cycle, obviously, I, I had it down and had a monitor finally and was excited to like essentially have my first year 
you know what I mean, on the show. So just like just jumping back in, getting the hang of it and everything. I, so I guess. Yeah, last year was my uh, fucking minor league call up. You know, I went from single A to triple A. Your boy is in uh, the majors now, hopefully. You know what I mean? Or in realistic, I'm probably still in triple A, but you get my point. <laughs> we're, we're, we're up here trying to, to try to not get called down, you know, sent down. But but I I feel like of course man I mean not even just trying to put you on the spot here or anything but like I I just feel like your I mean because your streams are your streams of course but like for me it's almost like yo this is a tutorial or whatever like this like yo like Andretti's gonna come in here and show me some shit that's gonna make me better or whatever so it literally just you know we talked about some stuff and everything like your last couple streams and everything and I'm just always like yo I learn some new shit every time so if you were gonna give like some advice to like you know what I'm saying the homies listening or just anybody like kind of starting off this year if they're a Switch or like me with the Xbox last year or whatever you know like what's some little like you know tips or whatever that help you out it's it's kind of funny too because i mean i don't know i i don't feel i don't know i'm a, I'm a weird dude i'm mad humble in a sense i guess but uh so i do agree that let's say i win with my brain this i win because i know what i'm doing i've always been super cerebral in baseball so like growing up how people watch cartoons i didn't watch cartoons i literally watched baseball i didn't care if i was like fucking i had it on vhs or had this or that like before you while you were before school you're eating your fucking cheerios and watching cartoons like i literally watched a replay of the game last night or like whatever it was so like i was just always like very mental with it so I mean, I, whether I, a lot of people will be like, oh, your record was this last year and your record's this. And like, who the fuck are you to be telling people? Like I wouldn't, at, at first I would, wouldn't share my shit. I would only share it with like people I was comfortable with, like stream, like if I knew Fernie or Aquafresh or any, just to throw in a name out there, if I saw something they're doing or gnome, like right. I didn't feel like, oh, if I say this, they're going to say like, I'm a know-it-all dickhead. Like I'm just trying to, <laughs> so I would say, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you yo, never come yo, off like stop that. Do, like, you know, don't do this, start this way and think of this and like, you right. know, just whatever tips. And then like, they would say it was helping them. And then other people would hit me up and this and that. And like, it just kind of became organic, I guess. And then when I, I I feel like you've never come off as like a dickhead, at least to me personally, it's always like, no, 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 no. Like, like this or whatever, or (laughs) this has worked for me. At least, at least me personally, you've never come off like, it's just the world we live in now, you know? The world we live in is full of text message. So uh, technically everything is almost, (laughs) what I mean by that is, and like, this is real shit though. Like most people, the the intentions are it's how it's received in a sense like whoever reads that shit they don't necessarily know 100 percent the intentions of who's sending it so it's on that person they usually and for some reason the feeling is everyone's a know-it-all or confrontational and it's just like it's just like i don't know it's just a stupid like way of the world right now you know what i mean like if i'm just being genuine and i'm typing it it's just up to however whoever reads it like their interpretation you know what i mean to think what i'm but but i feel like what you've been saying the entire pod though like you're real and like real ones recognize it or whatever like for example from day one I've never felt like you've been a smart ass or XYZ. Like I'm just like, nah, like dude's just a vibe or like, you know, or even and at the end of the day, it's you funny give shit, advice, you got a problem only, with it. I've only felt like it's been advice for me personally, at least, you know? Like if I say like stop moving your PCI so much before while he's throwing the ball or yeah. whatever, like and then like you get mad telling me I'm knowing I'm not, I'm a know it all and don't da 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 well then guess what I don't give a fuck because at the end of the day if you stop moving your PCI so much you probably hit better so I still don't give a fuck like, I'm not wrong you know what I mean like if you don't like it is what it is like you know it's just you know it's all good so so I try to make it. I tried to make it more like if it's asked for, so I made it like a channel point right. reward on my shit. But at the end of the day, people are in there just asking and I'm going to answer and whatever, you know. And the first instance that I guess like 
when I try to be like, yo, I'm not like, it's yes. I want to be the guy that like helps in any way, shape or form I can, but I don't want to be the know it all. Right. And then some guy popped right. in and was like, um, Hey man, like I'm really struggling with pinpoint and it was trying to, it was trying to be the next step I was taking in my game to get better. And like, can you please give me some tips? And I was like, yeah, I was just, I was like, guess what? I have a channel point reward, but look, I'm gonna redeem it for you. And you're going to be the first dude that gets to redeem it. All right. And I'm a, let me know what you think. And like, I just told him shit and you know, he came back like literally the next day and then two days later and the next day he was like wow bro like i'm really getting this down this is like really working really like thank you and i was like it is i was like bet cool bro like i have a feeling like not everyone's the same of course but 99 times out of 100 like there's something that you're doing wrong and if not it's just this second thing or whatever you know so the second day though he was like i got this shit down he was like end of story he's like i'm using pinpoint from now on and and i mastered it and i was like sick you know, like, you know, so it is what it is. You know, like I, I want to be that guy. I don't give a fuck. Especially, you know, I, I've been joking with stuff. y'all or whatever about like, you know, y'all bullying me about um, pinpoint and then piece of, you know, like uh, zone hitting or whatever. But it's like looking at it now and it's like, hey, bro, best thing ever happened. Well, the funny you thing know? about pinpoint is, bro, like, uh, <laughs> so I played, I, I used meter last year. Like I was just, right. uh, I was. I just didn't think I could do it. I don't know, bro. I didn't think I could do it. I thought it was more complicated than it is at the end of the day, I guess. Right. And every time I would just hop in custom practice and quote unquote, try it, I would just give it a fucking a minute and be like, fuck it. And like abandon it. So I played, uh, Fernie Aquafresh and Baco, uh, Baco's top fucking 50 for less than that. And, uh, and I beat Fernie, I beat Aqua and Baco beat me, but like, it was like a, I don't even know, like a 16 to 12 game or something that was like, wow, all right. Like, you know, I'm happy with that result type shit. And like, I went in his stream and I was like, Baco, good game. He's like, he's like, bro, that was a good game to be honest. Like, you know, good, good try. And I was like, bro, I want to hear something funny. I use meter. And he's like, shut up, bro. You don't use meter. And he thought I was fucking with him. And I was like, Baco, I swear to God, I pitch with meter. And he's like, bro, like Andretti. And like, literally he said it and all he said, Fernie said it. Aquafresh said it. He said it. He said, if you don't get the fuck off meter, bro, like you're an idiot. Like you could actually probably be a good player in this game. Like you just got to get off meter. And I was like, all right, like I can't have these three dudes do it. It's the end of the game cycle. The one thing I got to do no matter what is get good at pinpoint. And when I actually, I, I just like joined a BR run. So it would matter. Like I think I need things to matter. So like I hopped in a BR run and like probably by the end of the run or two of them, like it was just down. It was easy. Man, man, oh man. Um, well, I, I spoke about it a little bit earlier or whatever, so um, we ain't got to get too much into it or whatever, because, of course, you know, SDS claims a lot of stuff or whatever, but we'll see. But, you know, they're saying, like, next year is not going to be shift because that's what the game is doing again. Next year, they probably will just, hey, you don't have to hit with the pitcher. We're going to have a DH or whatever. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, probably next year. That makes sense. I, I totally see that happening. I don't see them keeping the pitcher if, like, it's an official rule next uh, like for two years in a row you know what i mean right they said that they were going to take out the extra inning rule this year but then they kept it in mlb so they kept it so i don't know we'll see i don't think the extra inning rule was in the tech test to be honest if i remember correctly because i think they had announced that they weren't and then they put it back in facts facts um last thing i got for you here whatever before we go to these questions about you as a gamer and everything bro so um you know, we talked about just as far as, you know, you really coming back into the show and everything, whatever. But is there like just, I guess, some goals or just some stuff or whatever? Like, you know, like, hey, this is the milestones I want to hit for this year with MLB The Show 22. Like, you know, maybe go on flawless X amount of time. I mean, I, you think, know, I think you should World always have, Series of X amount of times. Yeah. 
I think you should always have goals no matter what. I mean, and if you don't and you want to play casually, that's fine too. Everyone has their own like reason they play the fucking game. You know what I mean? Like I know I'm not going to be out here and probably make top 50 and this and that, or, or be like that kind of competitive kind of guy. But I think I can totally be a step below. Um, I've made world series consistently. And I think I can, uh, I guess the first goal would be to make a thousand rating. Uh, my first issue though, in a sense is, you know, like I, I'm, I'm big on the, the game itself as far as I guess diamond dynasty, you know, so I've had to play a fuck ton of events and a fuck ton of BR and, and all this other stuff just to continually card collect, which essentially is like side missions that distract you from your goal. Like, you know, I played the game for ranked. I don't play the game to play BR and, and this and that. Like I do it cause it's a, a part of the grind of diamond dynasty essentially. You know what I mean? So, right. um, I guess my goal would definitely be to, I don't know, just get way better, uh, uh, to live in the legend rankings and consistently be there where legend's not an issue every time you're playing and going, oh, fuck, like I really got to nut up this game. It's like, it's normal, you know? So that's, I guess, my personal goal, you know, just to, to, to continually get better. If I'm a, if I'm a 900 rated player, I guess I want to step it up to a thousand and, and, and continue to get better in tournaments. Also, guys, um, if, if, if y'all have not already, you got to jump in there, have a good vibe, have a good time and everything. And, Definitely hit up Dos Chappelle's show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the greatest freaking sound alerts ever. Man. I love. I, I live for it every time. Whatever. Come on, Charlie Murphy. I was having too much fun. <laughs> I mean, I call. I definitely got what I call the broke boy stream. You know, I stream off console, but I, I'm gonna do whatever I do to the best of my ability. So people don't believe I stream off console when I got my overlay and all this that. You know, so we got the one thing I could do. I just try to do the best so I could get hella sound points, hella whatever sound bites or channel points. Just my mods are told to refund every fucking channel point so just fucking spam them and go nuts and let's have fun i don't name them like things you know on purpose i guess you know and they're cheap as shit so just find out what you like and remember them and push them so there, there's definitely some legendary ones that like never even get touched because people don't know what it means hell i forget them half the fucking time big fans man trust I, I'm, I'm definitely you know what i'm saying <laughs> going back and handling that and everything also i'm gonna look up that joint that we talked about or whatever too so yeah just you know little little, little things right there appreciate it so got some questions for you here bro before we let you up out here man you know what I'm saying? i know you're a busy individual but let's get these questions man to really know you as a gamer man you know i know you know like myself or whatever we kind of old older heads out here in the community and everything so let's start it off with What's the first video game that you can recall and the console it was on? Um, I can't remember the exact first, but I just, it was a fuck ton of NES, man. I played, you know, like, uh, the sports games, the sports games I remember playing were like, uh, literally called baseball and literally called, uh, uh, soccer <laughs> like that that was the games of wrestling NES. and then i remember playing like i think like blades of glory and some basketball games i don't even remember and uh like zelda one zelda two and uh a lot of a lot of nes cards track and field it, it's kind of crazy like um i don't know my favorite game of all time is mike tyson's punch out by far and like I think it's hysterical, and I, I dare, like, one thing it kind of reminds me of is when I played golf in high school, the golf coach was also the basketball coach, so whenever anybody would make fun of, like, golf or anybody that played golf, the coach would have them come to the gym and just give them 10 swings with a club and then be like, bro, you just, like, didn't you just look like the biggest fool in the fucking world, you know what I mean? And, like, it just kind of humbled everybody and changed the shit, you know? So it's kind of the same thing. I, like, challenge any gamer to literally, like, just pop in Mike Tyson's punch out and then be humbled your ass off because 
there's people who played this shit their entire life and still never beaten Mike Tyson and stuff. And it's just, it's crazy. You think timing about a perfect, perfect in MLB is crazy. Everything in MLB and uh, Mike Tyson's punch out is literally down to the frame. Like there's frame sensitive. If you exact frame it, you can not get a knockout exact frame, make it a star for an uppercut. Like it's NES is probably the hardest console of all time like game library wise um the first one that i got myself was an snes you know and i remember everything on that i mean everything you could imagine like it's probably the biggest fucking game library ever and i played most of it <laughs> you know what i mean like you just name a game on super nintendo and we can chat about chat about it like crazy uh contra's oh, yeah. another one on nes you know like and then i went playstation again like i was just a huge gamer as a kid and like you know so i don't know i played so many games it's not even funny always played sports games and then some kind of adventure games, I guess. But yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, gaming just like, I don't know, it's been a, the Grand Theft Autos, everything, you know, like growing up as a kid and Grand Theft Auto is kind of cool because it's one of the only one player games you can ever remember where like you and 10 friends didn't give a fuck if you all sat next to each other and shared a controller and just shared time because (laughs) like it was so crazy to watch and play and have fun with, you know what I mean? Like there's not many one player games like that were like that, you know? Um, up next for you, man, like, you know, cause you're just a little bit older with us or whatever. So if you had to choose one of these and I, I know because bro, when it gets to one of these, I'm just like, bro, what the fuck do you mean? Do you not know what it is? Um, if you had to pick between Nintendo, Sega, Sony, or Microsoft, where are you going? I mean, to me, it would only be between Nintendo and Sony. And I guess it's just kind of a split of like old school and new school. You know what I mean? Like to me, Nintendo uh is what i first played i played regular nintendo and then super nintendo and then i swapped to sony and i've had a sony every single playstation you know in between there i've had a wii for shits and giggles because like it was so much fun to play wii sports in college and like whatever else but you know i guess sony in the long run but nes is like don't forget where you came from you know what i mean so it would have to be a split between those two i don't give a shit about xbox never had an xbox and uh never had like n64 or sega was pretty dope to be honest sega is like unfortunate because like the dreamcast probably could have been like one of the best systems ever if not it was like you know it was but these kids don't remember bro uh, yeah, like Dreamcast literally, like, probably ready to rumble? dead on, ass, man. like, get a best system of all time if it just had, I don't know, like, the game library and maybe whatever licensing they ever went through. I don't know, but Dreamcast was absolutely mind blowing. Another thing that was kind of crazy about Dreamcast is the controller, right? Because think of this, like, let's say we were playing Madden or 2K, whatever the fuck it was, right? This was kind of revolutionary for the time, too, because if you're playing head to head on a TV, you kind of it was hard to uh, not see the play or at least an idea of what was going to happen on the other screen because it was just on the same screen. Right. Like you're picking a play. But Dreamcast, the memory card was in the controller and it had a screen and it like was used for games. So like your plays could be on there or like your health bar could be on there for games. But like the the memory card pack in the middle of your controller, if you had it in, had a screen and was like an interactive part of the game and shit. It was pretty sick. I felt so old when shout out um past guests, not me and Xander had no clue what the fuck a Seiko was, dog. Like any of them? Like I remember <laughs> my grandma. It's kind of funny, bro. Like Genesis. This shit's funny as hell, bro. When I was mad young and I'd stay over like my grandparents' house, Dude. my grandmother and I would sneak into my uncle's room while he was sleeping and we would play Sega all fucking night. We would just play Sonic and whatever else like that ass like on his floor. It was hysterical. W grandma. 
W. But, but yeah, I mean, Genesis was real as fuck. I played the shit out of that because my uncle always had it. And then, uh, but Dreamcast, even though I didn't have it, my best friend did. Like, we, I remember playing World Series. We played World Series baseball on that. And like 2K football was insane on that. But yeah, that, that was an unfortunate thing because that was like the PS5 of back then. It just didn't get its full potential. Yeah. Um, up next for you, man, you know, kind of getting into the archives or whatever here a little bit. What is a popular game that you can admit to never playing? Fortnite. Bruh, me and you, I'm, I'm telling you, I, every time somebody says, I'm just like, I don't know what it was. I mean, I've I never, get it now, and they're like, I, but there's no real man, it's easier. Round of Fortnite. You and me both, man. It's funny, you're asking the question, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to think of this one, I don't know, and then as soon as you finish the question, I was like, oh, <laughs> Fortnite, it's fucking easy. I love it, <laughs> I love it. Um, You know, back in our day, man, it was like between, like, you know, you had your games for this, you had your games for that, or whatever, you know, I always say, like, my face was either, you know, role-playing, racing, or fighting. So between Super Smash Bros, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, or Tekken, which one you picking? See, that's funny because the answer would be easy for me, I guess, in the sense that the answer is almost none of them. What I mean by that is my genre mm. wasn't fighting. Like, I played fighting because other people played fighting and they were fun. Like, grow- the first one I ever played growing up was Street Fighter 2, I remember, on Super Nintendo. And, like, you know, I played that as a kid and whatever. Against the- but it was never my favorite style. Like, so Tekken was dope and Mortal Kombat. I guess if I had to choose, it would be Mortal Kombat by far. But at Go the same time, like, eh, I, don't, I don't really care that much. All right, well, going from something you don't care about to something I know now from this episode that you love, <laughs> they're kind of two, but they're, you know, they could be the same, bro. But you tell us, what is the best and or your favorite Grand Theft Auto game? Whew. See, the one good thing about this is, like, you're picking from the best of the best. There's going to be no wrong answer. Everyone will have their yes, own sir. Question, you know? Um, we, look, we we can we can differ, but it's like you know what? I'm still not mad at it, and I always tell people that when we get to this question. I, I have or two best. I have two bests, but they have for two separate reasons, so it'll make sense. Uh, let's say the first best was um, um, Vice City. Come on, bro. yes. And then I, the other best is four, I think, or is it five? We're, we're the one, the, the newest one in a sense, because it introduced five. it introduced online. The one that you know, you, like the, when when it went online, like Grand Theft Auto Online is pretty insane. I mean, if we think about it, how long ago did it come out? I don't even I don't even fucking almost want to know how long it came out. I was in college. If that tells you anything, for real, like oh, when that game dropped. Yeah, I want to like Google this real quick. I like, think that was twelve. When if you don't mind me GTA Online come out, twenty thirteen. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I graduated thirteen. I graduated college in thirteen, dog. Is that facts? Are you so? That's it. <laughs> let's just say nine years, bro. Like the game just gets updated. Like so, I actually predicted a long time ago. I said like I never understood in a sense. I think that's just how things are gonna go. Like you'll buy MLB the show. And like for, let's say, 150 bucks, you know what I mean? And then you're just going to have to download the roster update every year for fucking, you know, 30 bucks, you know, like, honestly, that'd be cool. Like, you know, because I think it'll be to a point where, you know, technology, like, again, we're locked into this console for probably, let's say, six years. Right. 
the capabilities of it aren't going to change as much. And I feel like the capabilities are going to be like 120 Hertz or whatever they arguably want to say now is it's just an update, you know? So I think eventually games are going to be like that where you just buy like, you know, it's almost like game pass uh, Xbox. And like, I think that essentially that's what like GameStop is, is going to do. Like, let's just say through GameStop's NFT marketplace, you're going to like buy a PSN subscription. And then like, you're either going to buy like a subscription to sports games and then like maybe an update. You know, it's going to be more shit like that versus this disc or each year copping kind of shit. It's going to be more like GTA online. GTA, GTA is essentially the low wing of fucking the mixed eight game. And <laughs> you know I'm saying, like, so that was the best or whatever you have a pick for your favorite uh i mean i guess those would be my favorite for those two reasons you know i'd say like you know uh in a sense i don't know if i have a favorite because i always loved waiting for the next one to come out and playing that i mean san andreas is godly you know what i mean like the fucking three is godly you know it was the first one that was like 3d or whatever you know like they're all revolutionary in their own way but uh i guess if i had to pick like a favorite slash best it'd be like vice city and and online five when I be saying Vice City, some people be looking at me crazy, and it just shows me they never played well, it, bro. And like for that time, bro. I mean, three was incredible. San Andreas gets all the love and everything. I'm like, yo, Vice was different, though. Like, matter of fact, at the time of us recording or whatever, man, rest in peace, Ray Liotta, man. Tommy Versetti, Spitter Andretti, this new Jet City, these bitches ain't ready. <laughs> hey, they don't know, one. bro. Tommy Spitter <laughs> knows it's Tommy Versetti. You don't hear him rapping about freaking, what's his name, dog? Like, you know what I mean? Daryl? Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking Claude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, we know San Andreas is goaded, but like, it's just, it's not, it's not Vice City. All right, we got a couple more of these, man. Uh, uh, this next one we got for you, bro. What's say? And, and you know, this is just—I feel like this one just touches you right here, bro. So, what's there a popular go. game that you hate and/or let you down? Uh, shit. Every Madden ever since fucking <laughs> dual, the, dead ass, like since the dual Madden cover. No, 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 no. So Madden has been a recurring answer for this question. That's why. But I do you know what? Do you know what? You know what's fucked up though? This is what's fucked up about Madden. Like the dual cover year. This is a long time ago, but it had Fitzgerald and uh, Palomalu on the cover, right? Yes. Uh, Bro, yeah, yeah, I remember I'm, that one. I'm not kidding. I know I'm saying this. Like th- that game was realistic or as realistic a Madden can play. Like you couldn't fucking single arm tackle Brandon Jacobs with the cornerback. You know what I mean? Like he'd slow him down and then someone else had to hit him. Like just, it was extremely realistic. And then the game just has gone downhill ever since. So it's kind of crazy to say, and it's even crazier that it's 10 years ago now or more that we're, th- we're talking, but I saw a video game actually hit a point where it was like, holy shit, like if this gets stronger or even stays the same, this is amazing. Like this is perfect. And it just never was the same ever again. But yeah, I guess, I guess Madden before I even can really think of, I don't know anything else. I mean, I know a lot of people say like battlefields, Uh, I'll tell you one of the worst experiences I've ever had, like, um, in our cert, it was kind of like end of the game cycle MLB this time. It was end of the game cycle for my, uh, Madden teammate and me like uh, two years ago, maybe I don't know the last WWE we copped it cause it was on sale and we were like, yo, let's just play some Royal oh. Rumbles and shit. And it was the b- most broken game ever created. Like we were, make, make sure you I tell the people, I couldn't 20, even believe not it, 22, but 20. Yeah, no, the 20 shit was so it bad. Was, they did not drop 21. It was insane, bro. It was easily the most broken game ever. I didn't know a video game could be so broken. And I didn't even get a refund. I emailed them, and they were like, nah. <laughs> it was 
<laughs> you know, I'm not only am I, am I a gamer or whatever, but you know, big wrestling guy, or whatever. Yeah, that one was a travesty. It's, I was a, it's so it's kind of funny. I don't know anything about wrestling in the past. I don't know, maybe fucking fifteen plus twenty years or so. I don't know, but before that, I was diehard wrestling. You know, since like late '80s to fucking whenever the era wrestling was. You know. Yeah, we can come back and whatever we'll talk some classic uh, wrestling <laughs> shit as well, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some smoke Dizzle shit, you know? But uh, uh, on to this next question, man. What's the opposite of the last one? What's the underrated game that you love? I guess MLB The Show 22. <laughs> 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 you know, I, 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 guess, I guess that's the answer for whatever reason, whether it's stupid dedication or fucking what. I mean, the game is just obviously people are saying it's the worst it's ever been and this and this and that and whatever. Like haters. I see a lot of things that are wrong with it for sure. But I mean, I don't know. It's still fire. One of my favorite memes still is like, I think the one Nugs posted where it's just like, I, I don't even know what movie it's from, but it's like the three people or whatever. And they got guns on each other in the church or whatever. And then like the last one is STS with like a freaking um, freeze off <laughs> as a sniper. <laughs> that shit takes me out every time. It's funny. Um... All right, bro, we got three more of these left or whatever. Um, you know, I'm notorious for this next one or whatever. You might be a little bit better than me as a human being, but, you know, just some shit happens and I forget. So what's the game that you loved but never finished? <sighs> Fuck, man. Like, all of them. Like, probably all the Grand Theft Autos. I don't know if I've ever fucking finished, finished one. Move, uh, move. Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> Bully, like. I don't know tons of them because I like back when I play those really is always when I'm more of a revolving gamer and have like sports games at the same time and call of duty at the same time or like whatever, you know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like by the time, whatever pulled us away from that game, like I just probably hadn't finished them. It's like fucking one, I guess a a good answer too would be dying light too, because Okay. That's one that probably should have been because Dying Light one's so amazing, you know what I mean? And I'm sure the second one is too, but I, I never finished it. That's what it's called, right? Dying, no, not that. Well, not Dying Light. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm sorry, The Last of Us two. Oh, okay, us. okay, okay. Because Last of Us one is godly. It's such a fucking good game. One of the best games ever for sure. And uh, I started two, but I never finished it. Um, this next one, man. You know, I guess, you know, just a little bit, you can just like talk oh, your shit, this, speak on There was this like virtual reality hentai game I recently started playing that I haven't been able to finish that yet. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. I got to throw some personality in there, man. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I love it. I love it. I, you know, if I'm, I'm getting interrogated, you know, I might as well, you know, I got to show <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no, I'm really not just like this. No, I'm just fucking with you, bro. I got I to gotta keep like, you know, I'm a funny guy, bro. You know, I got I to gotta let that shine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, up next for you, man. What's what's one of your greatest, if not the greatest, video game accomplishment? Um, shit, that's a good one. Um, you know, there's a lot of them people won't recognize in beating a lot of NES games that were fucking extremely hard to beat back in the day. Like, um, shit, like, uh, God, like, there's literally there's so many of them. Battletoads and fucking Mike Tyson's and oh, so on and so forth, right? But uh, uh, I don't know. I guess in theory, if I really thought about it, I mean, 
I'm just going to rub off the Madden stuff because Madden was nothing but getting good. And then, you know, I never really got to make it to MCS and shit like that. But, you know, I did make a good amount of money finding a lane in like solo one-on-ones and squads and shit like that. But I guess at the end of the day, it's kind of funny because if I think about it, it was, uh, you know, between um, my, my teammates and I did amazing in pro clubs. We had a great, really successful team um, being number two in the world in MVP baseball 05 and being really high on the, I think it was game battles ladder back in the day with my boys that we had a clan in SOCOM 2. Okay. That probably, that's my favorite shooting game ever was SOCOM 2. And like, sure, things have changed so much, but like there was almost a beauty in the simplicity of it. You got to appreciate it, man. Um, second to last thing I got for you here or whatever, but this one, man, is just your Mount Rushmore of gaming. You know what I'm saying? We got four of these. They could be games. It could be series. You know, they could be whatever you want to do or whatever. But, like, you uh-huh. know, your Mount Rushmore that describes Andretti. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, like I'm going to try to pick different ones just to like ever encompass things in a sense. So I guess I'll pick like Mike Tyson's punch out. That'll symbolize kind of like the NES era. There's, there's games I might've played more. I don't know. I still play it to this day type shit. Like it's just going to symbolize that kind of the first generation of era of gaming with Mike Tyson's punch out. The one that's going to symbolize the second era, because I think this game kind of touched, you know, almost everybody, like people that didn't play video games. I'm going to go with the Tony Hawk pro skater. I feel like in the second, you go from Classic. like early, early would be the symbolic era of say Mike Tyson's in that era. Then you got Tony Hawk in the fucking whole PS2 era and, and the movement of that shit. Um, what would I say is step three? Hmm. Um, hmm. I guess three, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say number three is literally that PS2 network adapter, that, that online okay. gameplay, because that, that took everything to the next level. And from that day forward, I, I really haven't played, you know, like solo games, you know, like if I ever had a call, I've never played a single second of a call of duty campaign in my life. But every time I popped in call of duty, you know, we went online and we played, you know, like just no matter what, I think that that has to be the most symbolic thing of all is essentially that network adapter or whatever it was for Xbox people or this or that, that allowed online connectivity and gameplay. And then number four, um, you know what? I'm going to just fucking say MLB The Show because I hope that's – I hope that, you know, no matter what, it's got us into streaming. It's got this community. It got me a part of this whole thing, and and it's it's significant to me no matter what, no matter if it's a single person that comes into my stream or just the friends I've made or the million things we could say about that, you know? So – We'll go with those. We'll go with Mike Tyson's punch out to be like the beginning era. We'll go with Tony Hawk and the this the whole era of like that that symbolizes. The third one will go is the, the online capability of gameplay, and and four will go with hopefully it will be the show. Love it, man. Um, last thing before we get you up out of here, man. You know, what I'm saying we got to let you go. Unfortunately, you know, like Andretti's got stuff he got to handle, guys. Yeah, we got to have a part two, but I definitely got. Yeah, hey, got to, bro. Got to. You definitely gonna run it back or whatever, even if it's I gotta, just. I got to Bruce Man got to become Batman. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, when people come to your channel and everything, of course, we're going to put whatever you want in here, whatever, like, you know, if you got, you know, of course, you know, what, YouTube, TikTok, all that other good stuff, whatever, you know, Rasmus Jazz, that's how old it's all now for the people or whatever. But when people come to your Twitch and everything and they see you and you're streaming, whatever, what should they expect? 
so this is the way I put it, I guess. You know what I mean? Don't expect me to to be up there pretending I'm a fucking stripper like Dr. Aquafresh, that clown bro. Like, you know, he he just like shows his fucking, you know, the outline of his dick in his sweatpants and shit like that. <laughs> You're not going to tell us to watch our lips. And, and then, you know, just to make sure you can't know, like, how, how mid he is. Like, he looks hella attractive. And, like, I fell for that, too. You know what I'm saying? And then I realized... <laughs> That it was all these, like, different video edits and shit like that and stuff, you know what I mean? It's so it's like, ears. yeah, bro, it's like it's like a chick with all these injections and shit. It's just awkward with the fucking video cuts, dog. Like, So, like, you know, I, I ain't got that, bro. I ain't got the waifu twerk. And I ain't got, like, all this, like, cool fucking technological shit, like, gnome that knows how to fucking have, like, a genie pop up on your screen anytime you fucking like get shouted out and it grants you a fucking wish or whatever you know i don't i don't just just prepare to like see one of two things maybe learn something hopefully either what to do or what not to do and the second is don't hold your breath because you're either going to see something fucking sick happen and i don't care if i'm getting no hit into the last out that happened again i think yesterday two days ago i'm getting no hit bro into the last out on stream and i said don't worry this guy's coming up, and we're not going to fucking lose. And I hit a home run, a double, and a walk-off. Like, just, we're the king of blowing shit and then winning at the end. But we're also, I, I put it like flipping a coin. And people just tell me to shut up every time I say this because they think I'm amazing. Yes, I admit, I could beat anybody at any given day. I can, do, I can be like any given Sunday. You can give me anybody, and I could possibly beat them. However, that other side of the coin is I can probably lose to anybody, too. It's just like how I'm seeing the ball in that fucking game. It is what it is. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to you're going to have fun. You're going to and uh, a lot of people just like either you're shooting the shit or asking me real questions about the game, because, like I said, I'm not like uh, pretending to be something I'm not. And I'm not going to give you anything wrong. People like asking me life shit. You can hit me up on Discord anytime. People like asking me fucking the show stuff, talking sports or life. It is what it is. You know, you're just going to get a fucking fire stream with a real dude and hopefully we're playing good. Maybe you'll see something cool happening. Real talk right there. We're going to put everything in the bios and everything below. Make sure to check out Andretti. Do you got any parting words before I close this bad boy out, bro? Yeah, I guess, you know, disclaimer, if you're a Yankee fan, if you're a Philly fan, maybe if you're like a Houston Astros fan, if you're like, you know, something like that, you know, you like, like, you know, shit like that, yo, and you, you are more than welcome to come on my stream and you're going to have my respect and I want to let you know I'm a really nice guy, right? And so it's all love, bro. And then you can just go fuck yourself, you know? So, you know, it's all good, you know? Like, you know, everyone's welcome in my stream. It's a, it's a world of peace and happiness. And then, you know, we get to talk our shit and have fun because that's what we do in sports and video games, man. People can't take it too serious. People can't get too all upset. People can't go get this and that. Yes, I know there's kids on it and this and that. You know, like, we, you know, cursing's a part of where I'm from, man. I grew up on the streets of New York City and I had to have that talk with my mom when I was five. Like, no, I'm not going to of teachers. <laughs> No, I'm not going to curse mom and I'm in a job interview, but like, you know, just it is who I am. And it's like, I forget what movie it was like, you know, uh, it's just like, or even like Eminem, right. He was like, when his gym teacher said, fuck, f fucking up worse or, you know, like, you know, I forget the line, but you get my point. Like, right. like gym teacher flipping a bird. Like, you know, it's just, it's come on. If you're the kid ain't here in fucking like eighth grade already, you know, like it is what it is. And, uh, but you know, it's just, we love everyone, man. It's just, uh, it's, it's gaming. It's, it's a community. It's sports, you know, talk shit, defend what you love, have an opinion, respect other people's opinions. Maybe you don't always think you're a know-it-all, even if you do. And, you know, just, just, just be a better person, contribute. It'll help everybody out. The world needs more of that, no matter if it's the fucking show or not.
When I tell y'all, literally, you know, of course, you know, I've, I've joked or whatever. I called them the Mets bros between Andretti and then, you know, Sweet Lou from the last episode. And I, I've, I've joked or whatever, but I'm so serious or whatever. I'm going to get a Mets hat and they got to sign it and shoot it to me or whatever. And I, or maybe I just need two. I need one I'm going to wear and I need one I'm going to put into a, a Hall of Fame or whatever. You know, it's got to be retired because, you know, two of my favorite Mets fans or whatever. I, I never said I'm going to purchase and or wear a Mets hat. But I need the classic blue with the orange writing or whatever from two of my homies or whatever out there in these streets. Also realizing and discovering my last three pods now have been New York dudes. So, you know, maybe I, I don't I, this was not on purpose. I promise. guys. But, uh, yeah. all, I, all I gotta say is what are you going to do when it's second and third? Five and ninth, tie game. And I'm up to bat with first base open. And you got sweet on deck. What are you going to do, baby? Out. Jet life's the next day. <laughs>